Why the electronic medical record? The patient calls for her lab test. Your staff pulls the chart, calls a lab, gets the results, and puts it in a chart. Next, the chart is put on your desk. You call the patient, but she is not in. The chart stays on your desk. After finally reaching her, the staff then puts the chart back in alphabetical file. Sound familiar? Now I ask again, why the electronic medical record? You are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I am your host, Dr. Michael Benson. My guest today is T. Green, an executive of Greenway Medical Technologies, one of hundreds of companies rushing to fill the need for a practical electronic medical record. T. Green is actually the president of Greenway, where he leads the company's strategic direction and manages the day-to-day operations. Today we will be discussing the benefits of the EMR for the individual doctor's office. How does the electronic medical record improve the quality of care? And I suppose this is really two questions. The first would be patient safety, and the second is patient satisfaction. What about patient safety? Why don't we discuss that first? One of the key things with the electronic health record is that the analysis that you gave earlier describing lab results if we take that as, as one example, getting back to a patient, and let's say it's a, a pap smear that was ordered and it comes back and is abnormal, in the traditional paper world, that lab result comes back via the fax machine and can come back along with many other faxes. So the concept of it, one, just being on paper and coming back on paper, what is the likelihood of that piece of paper being misfiled or lost when a lady could have an abnormal pap smear? And we all know in the real world that happens. In the electronic health record world, that lab result would be ordered electronically and sent to the lab, and the result would come back electronically into the electronic health record system that would then notify somebody whether or not it's abnormal or normal. And the second benefit from a patient safety side is all labs ordered from electronic health record system are tracked. So even if the lab was ordered from the electronic health record system and didn't come back from the lab, we would know that as well because of the management in the task list of an electronic system. I think that's actually a a really important point because we've had situations where the lab didn't come back. And while we have an entry in a logbook, the fact is I don't have any conviction that that's a very effective or reliable system. And I'm always afraid of the lab that I do that I never get back. So what about prescription writing? Well, prescription writing is another huge patient safety issue. You know, if you if you read the IOM studies and we talk about the drug 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 food interactions and the dosage miscalculations we have and the number of people it kills in this country every year, obviously it's a staggering issue as it relates to paper medical records. And one of the things that when a physician prescribes a medicine for me, that physician typically doesn't understand the drug-drug or drug-food interaction of 5,000 different drugs that are available to be prescribed in this country today, whereas when we were training physicians on how to prescribe medicine, you know, there was a fourth of those drugs that were available. So we're still using a lot of the same processes to train physicians, and now there's just that many more drugs on the market, that many more complications. And when a patient walks in and they're on 13 different medications, and the majority of those medications were prescribed by another physician, being able to, one, know 100% the drug-drug interactions of those 12 to 13 different drugs is almost humanly impossible. Two, most physicians don't even know all the drugs the patients are on. 
And so that's where e-prescribing has a huge advantage. One, that we know the drugs that the patient is taking, whether it's from physician A or from physician B, and we have very sophisticated databases that allow us to run the drug, 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 food, drug allergy information across all of those. You didn't even address the legibility of uh, the uh, the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not to mention handwriting can be a huge issue at the pharmacy. I see. And what about, uh, are there any other safety issues that the EMR helps? There's something we call clinical alerts. You know, there are tremendous, and, and reminders, tremendous amount of benefit in systems that can automatically run through algorithms and look at the patient demographics inside clinical demographics that say, hey, I have this many patients that are over 45 years old that have not had a mammogram. And the systems can automatically send that information out to the patients. You know, if you have 50,000 patients or 25,000 patients inside your system, the likelihood of you in a paper world being able to keep up with who in your practice has had mammograms, who hasn't, who should, that kind of electronic notification is a huge service to patients. Now, we had just discussed safety. What about patient satisfaction? Um, can the EMR improve patient satisfaction in the individual doctor's office? Absolutely. The key that at least we would argue going forward over the next 10 years in healthcare, will we refer to patients just as patients or will we refer to patients as customers? As you know, we're all writing bigger and bigger checks for the purchase of our healthcare these days because healthcare costs are continuing to rise. So those of us that are consumers of healthcare are starting to expect more and more services. So one, just from the efficiency that paperless world creates for patients is tremendous. When we walk into a paperless world, typically you see a front desk that's very clean because we don't have all of the paperwork that has to be filled out because we do that electronically and it flows into the electronic health record electronically. Another key component of it is when I as a patient is called back to see your nurse from triage, your nurse doesn't repeat all of the exact questions that I just answered in my patient forms that I filled out on paper because now they're electronic so she can or he can pull those forward into their note. And then you as a physician, when you come in to see me, all of that information that I put in that the nurse validated now flows into your documentation. So I as a patient don't walk into an exam room and ask the same question three different times. So the efficiency is critical. Also, I as a patient, and I may be a bit abnormal just because this is the environment I live in, but when I go for my annual exam, the worst thing that I think a physician can tell me is, well, call back in two weeks to get your lab results. You know, to me, that's pretty inefficient and not very much from the customer service front. What I would expect is within 24 hours or within 48 hours, your lab results will be posted to your personal health record. That's customer service. I see. So you think that uh, the EMR can also improve patient satisfaction? Absolutely. What effect does the EMR have on uh, the doctor's bottom line? You talked about efficiencies, but uh, will the doctor see that in terms of greater profitability of the practice? God forbid I should mention that subject. <laughs> well, we, we believe that, that physicians are small business owners for the most part. And, you know, small businesses are the, the, the economic driver in this country. And for so many years, 
we have not looked at the physician's office as a small business. And I think that's changing. I think Congress and I think others are starting to, to look at physicians not only as clinicians and caregivers, but these guys run businesses. They run great businesses, and they're a major economic driver to this country, and we should support that. So if these systems can't provide a return on investment to you as a physician, then the whole business model behind electronic health records is not going to work. So we have to be able to find ways that are inside your four walls in your ambulatory setting to provide you a return on investment. And if that can't be done, again, these systems will not be successful. But through many, many implementations around the country today, by integrating the clinical, financial, and administrative processes of your practice, we can generate tremendous return on investment for you. Uh, can you name some specific ways? Because I'm sure our listeners are kind of wondering, well, how does getting rid of paper make my practice more profitable? Sure. Well, let's start with the big items. First, transcription costs are significant in most practices. So eliminating transcription costs. Also, a huge, huge ROI for practices is being able to document the patient encounter correctly, code that patient encounter correctly, and get that claim paid efficiently, where we see after implementation, we're seeing a 2 to 4% increase in collections for the practice. That's a huge return on investment. The second component of that is the NM coding system in, in healthcare today is incredibly complex, or it has been for many years. Most physicians don't know how to code a level four exam, so we're seeing tremendous amount of cases where physicians are performing level four exams, you know, they're going through the actual process that they contracted for to receive a level four, but because they don't know how to document and because they're, you know, afraid of getting audited by the OIG, they actually document or they code a level three. And then their documentation supports a level two. So a lot of physicians are getting hit from both sides. So you're really talking about both increased charge capture and a better uh, collection rate. Absolutely. And you're also able to see staffing ratios decrease over time, where you you don't have to hire as many part-time staff to execute your business. And two, you're able to take people that that worked in your chart room and move them to revenue-generating activities, such as collections. Of course, what about all the storage of charts and the uh, purchase of office supplies related to charts? And then, of course, I suppose there's staffing related to charts as well. Absolutely. When you look at the square footage, you know, if you if you take your chart room in your practice, take the square footage and multiply it times the amount of revenue it's bringing you in, it's probably zero. So if I can remove that square footage and turn it into revenue-generating space without having to create more square footage for my business, that's a substantial return on investment. So I think the EMR at least holds a promise of increased patient safety increased patient satisfaction, and actually uh, decreased expenses and improved charge capture and collection rate. That's correct. So I got it right. (laughs) You got it right. And we're seeing the amounts, you know, $22,000 to $80,000 a physician per year. That's a substantial. You're looking at less than two-year payback for these type of systems. Well, I think that uh, a lot of our audience didn't fully appreciate that, partly because I think that uh, this is still new, and some of the ex- systems that are out there are still uh, actually quite expensive and difficult to use. Yeah, that's correct. I, I would think 
there are a lot of systems in the market today that are electronic health record systems and practice management systems. And those systems were interfaced together. So the workflow of the clinical, the financial, and administrative processes are very cumbersome. Where in the new world, which is third generation technologies, you're seeing the integration of clinical financial administrative processes that makes the workflow more efficient, which drives significant return on investment. Well, and I think that the take-home message would be increased safety, increased satisfaction, and increased practice profitability. I want to thank T. Green, president of Greenway Medical Technologies, who has been our guest. We have been discussing the benefits of the EMR for the individual doctor's office. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We would really like to hear from you. For comments and questions about this program or suggestions for other shows, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Please visit us at reachmd.com. Our new on-demand and podcast features will allow you to access our entire program library. Be safe. Be informed. Thank you for listening.